and welcome back to another edition of Best Bets here on the Football Game Plan Podcast Network. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow us on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. Join with me, as always, our analyst here, Gene Clemens, at Gene Clemens on Twitter, Chris James, at TJ Florida 9 on Twitter. And we're just going to jump right into it. We're giving you our best bets for the weekend, both NFL and college football. And as always, we start with the collegiate guys, and I'll kick this one off, guys. The game that I'm looking forward to the most is a running game, obviously. Air Force at San Diego State. Mountain West Conference battle. San Diego, State's, San Diego State is 11.5-point favorites over Air Force. Normally, I'm I'm all about don't you're not going to blow out the, the option team. You're not going to blow these guys out. The big line is, is false. But with this line and with the way San Diego State plays defense, you know what? You might want to lay these points with the Aztecs. I think they can run the ball. They play great defense. They upset Boise last week. I think they do a great job in, in slowing down Air Force uh, offensive attack enough to where they get an extra possession and close out this game. I think they can win by double digits. So I would say lay the points with San Diego State in this one. Um, That's a good pick. I, I like San Diego State. They've been playing real solid football all, um, all year. E For me, I'm, I'm going down south. Um, Georgia Southern goes on the road to Texas State. Um, Texas State has been playing a great brand of blow-me-out football, um, which is really good for most betters because um, you like to find a game um, where the matchups the matchups are great. Um, Texas State has a hard time stopping the run. Georgia Southern has a hard time not running on people, being one of those traditional – traditional um, three-phase football teams. I see them um, doing to Texas State what they did to South Alabama, uh, which is putting it into a position where um, Texas State tries to press and they keep pounding it down their throat, and eventually um, that 17 points that Georgia Southern has to lay will be more like 21 to 28 points. So I say Georgia Southern at Texas minus 17. Very interesting pick there, Gene. I'm actually going to stick with another Georgia team, but the one that's ranked in the top five, the Georgia Bulldogs. And they're traveling to Baton Rouge in a interconference competition, the East playing against the West, against LSU, the Tigers. Georgia's actually favored by seven and a half points in this game. I'm going to take LSU. Listen, I know what happened last week with LSU, but having been in the stadium, it was electric for the Florida side. Once Tim Tebow came on at half, the game kind of changed. And what I've seen from Georgia this year is a lot of inconsistency. They haven't played the same on the road. And I think them trying to go into a rough environment like Death Valley and covering that seven and a half, that half point is very important in this particular betting line. I think that Georgia gets the win, but in a close one, it's LSU covers the seven and a half points. Should be a great game down there in Tiger Stadium. I think the last time was the Scholar Green, no Sean Moreno game. So, uh, really good fun to see those two teams play each other at LSU. I'm going to go up to Chestnut Hill, Boston College. They play host to Louisville, and they are 13.5-point favorites, and this number is dropping, which tells me that the public is heavily believing in uh, Boston College and trying to get this number down a little bit to try to take some Louisville money. So I think Louisville, fresh off of getting lambasted by Georgia Tech in that option attack. Now, why is not the option? It's still running the football constantly, and Louisville has proven they can't stop the run. Lay all the points with Boston Cows. They blow out Louisville once again. 
And, and I think just, you know, this might be the beginning of the end for Bobby Petrino. Um, been really disappointed in how they've um, not been able to survive without Lamar Jackson. I guess he was better than what um, America would, would would have you believe, um, seeing that he, that offense looks absolutely inept without him. Um, I, I stay south. Um, Tennessee has been terrible this year. Um, Auburn, you know, at home coming off of a big loss. Um, they're going to be looking to avenge Aven, avenge a loss. They're going to be looking to get back on track. I, I just don't see Tennessee right now. I, I don't necessarily believe in their coach. Too many times that people are plucking off of the Nick Saban tree um, and they keep plucking. And so um, I, I like Auburn minus 15 at home to get back on track. Um, I don't. I don't think the game will be close. And we'll see. We'll see what Jeremy Pruitt has up his sleeve, um, and who he's going to blame for the, for this lopsided loss. And you know that Auburn rushing attack. Once it gets going, it is hard to stop. And Tennessee's got a lot of problems to fix. So you could be really right on that one, Gene. This could be a blowout just looming. And speaking of blowouts, I want to stick in the SEC. We've been very SEC heavy in this show, but I'm going to go with the team that has been blowing teams out. They've only not been able to cover twice this year on big lines, but I'm looking at Alabama at home, 28-point favorites over Missouri. Listen, a couple of things about the other non-covers. Not only have there been some road games in there, but there have also been some games where, uh, don't want to bring up M's game, but they covered well. They just stopped playing late. I don't think that this is the case in a game like this, an SEC opponent, especially one with a passing attack that's going to allow Alabama to seriously have the ball more often. This is going to put more points on the board, and I think the 28 is covered going away by Bam in this one. Shout out to my raging Cajuns not getting blown out on the, against the spread like they were projected them to beat. They still lost by 40-plus points. Moving over to the NFL, and I see another big line here that's tempting to take. Arizona traveling to Minnesota. And again, you have the Kirk Cousins effect on Minnesota side, and you also have the Josh Rosen effect on the other side. Quiet is kept. Arizona has been re- fairly competitive in these ball games. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback. They just couldn't find offense. Minnesota, 10 points. I don't know. They, they nearly let it slip away last week against Philadelphia. They got beat by Buffalo with the turnovers. This game is going to be close. 10 points is way too much, in my opinion, in the NFL. So take Arizona in the points in this one. Yeah, and I, I mean, two teams that definitely are not doing what we expected them to do this year. Um, for me, I'm gonna go. I've been I've been sticking with Southern team. Stick with another Southern team on on the road. Um, the Carolina Panthers versus the Washington Redskins. Um, I know a lot of people like the Redskins to get back on track after a bad, um, bad performance last week. But I just think that this Carolina Panthers team, um, is doing some is doing some really is doing some really good stuff. And I just like how do you stop Cam Newton? If Cam Newton's going to complete 65% of his passes, um, that's been a knock on him forever. Oh, well, you know, if we can, you know, just take advantage of the fact that he's not going to complete a lot of balls. Well, I mean, he's complete passes. And if he's going to complete 65% of his passes and he's going to be the second leading rusher on the team, so he's going to give you double-digit touchdowns this year, probably somewhere close to 30 passing touchdowns, 
it's it's hard for a defense, especially a defense like Washington, where the D line is good, but the defensive backfield is sus to really um keep a guy like Cam Newton down. So I like Carolina to win this game. Um and like pick them. So feel free to you know feel free to do whatever it is you want, whether it's tease it or, or buy a couple points. And that's a good pick, Gene. Especially look, Washington's coming off a short week, and if you've watched any of the the Skins games this year. They haven't looked explosive at any point. The defense actually has been playing fairly good, except this last week. So you're right on that one, Gene. That short week really gives them a bump. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, that is, as well, with Washington having to recover after what the Saints did to them this past Monday. I'm going to go with my first of two road, uh, I should say, yes, road dogs. And I'm actually going to go with a team that had an extended period. They played the Thursday prior. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts going into the New York area, going into New Jersey and playing against the Jets. Listen, the Jets are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Do not be fooled by what you saw last week in some respects. Keep in mind, Sam Darnold is still a young guy who is making a lot of mistakes when pressure gets to him. Indy is number three in the NFL, and, and sacks produced this year, and that pass rush is pretty solid. They're getting back some of their corners this week, so they should be able to match up well in that respect also. And Andrew Luck's playing better football each week. He looks like he's getting a better grasp, and they're getting healthier on that side of the ball. They're probably going to not only cover the two-and-a-half points, but win straight up on the road. I'm going to go to a team that's playing fairly well, should be undefeated, and the Cleveland Browns playing host to the Los Angeles Chargers. And if you remember, a couple of seasons ago, this was the team the Browns beat in Cleveland uh, with RG3 to get their their win of the one win of the season. And right now the Chargers are one-point favorites in this game. A lot of people believe in Cleveland and their defense, but I still think Cleveland's offense, despite all the Baker mania, last week they still only scored 12 points. And when Baker mm-hmm. came in for uh, Tyrod Taylor against Jets, they still only scored 20 points. They scored 21 points in against the Saints with Tyrod Taylor. This offense is not put they're, – they're not putting up points. Yes, the, I think the game against Oakland was the anomaly. Um, so I still like the Chargers offense, and I think they can win this ball game later points with Los Angeles. And that's a and that's a that's a um, good good pick, Emery. I still not, you know, sold on everything Browns. Although I do I do contend that that is humming. That defense does do a good thing. It does, however, wor- worry me that a team like Oakland was able to score, um, and they made um, Marshawn Lynch look like he went back in the time machine. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that game fares. I'm, I'm looking at another road dog like like CJ, um, Kansas City plus three at New England, and you know a lot of people are like, well, you know New England had a has a, has a a longer layoff. They got a more chance to prepare. Kansas City's coming off of you know a game where um, Mahomes didn't have that great a game as far as his statistics and blah, 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 blah. And maybe this is the chink in the armor. And I just point to one thing in that, you know, in a regular season last year with a with a, a less superior quarterback and without a track team on the field, Kansas City rolled up New England pretty nice. And now you're going to unleash that four by 100 team that Kansas City has out there on the slowest linebacking core in the NFL, and I'm wondering how they're going to be able to stay in their um, their base defensive packages 
to try to contend with the speed of Kansas City and still be able to do what they've always loved to do, which is beat you up. I don't think they'll be able to do it. I think they'll have to make adjustments. And, and I not only see Kansas City um, covering, I think that they went out right. And that's going to be an interesting matchup. I, I agree with what you're saying, Gene, because look, Jacksonville should have been the kryptonite to this team's offensive success. We still saw what happened. New England doesn't match up quite as well. And Clyde has kept the last couple of weeks. The Kansas City defense has actually looked pretty good, uh, shutting down offenses, causing turnovers. Granted, it was Case Keenum and Blake Bortles, but they've looked better than they had prior. And stopping Mahomes and company is not going to be easy. I agree with you on that one, Gene. I'm going to go with another road dog, except in this one, look, there's a certain coach who he, he's gotten a lot of flack because his team does not seem to be as buttoned up as it should be, but then I look at the lineage of the team that he's playing against. Why am I supposed to trust the uh, opposition when I've seen this coach do well and the opposite coach not show up in big games? And that's the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Cincinnati to play against the Cincinnati Bengals. They are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I've seen this script before from Pittsburgh where they've played poorly. They've had some issues going on. I also watched that game last week. And Pittsburgh looks like they're playing inspired football because I think they're inspired to have back some of their pieces, including Le'Veon Bell coming back soon. On the opposite side, Cincinnati has always had talent. They've always been a good quality football team, but they have not been able to take advantage of the missteps of the Steelers in the past. Expect this to happen this week. I think the Steelers went outright in Cincinnati. Another one of those close barn burner brawler type matchups, not the, the high scoring thing you expect. Look for Cincinnati to lose this one to Pittsburgh. They cover and win outright. Got a lot of big games, you know, as far as interesting lines are concerned in, in football this week. And I'm excited to see it kick off. And, you know, that's that's basically our best bets for this week, week seven in college football, week six, week, week six, week six in the NFL. For Gene Clemens, remember, follow, follow him on Twitter at Gene Clemens. For Chris James, follow him at CJ Florida 9. I'm Emory Hunt, the Czar of the Playbook. You follow me at F-Ball Game Plan. But be sure to follow us on iTunes, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating. We see the, the totals. You guys really are enjoying the show, doing a great job of showing support. Also, if you want to listen to it on SoundCloud, it's at soundcloud.com slash Podcast. Keep showing us the support. We keep producing this high-quality content for you guys and helping you win some extra shekels to put in your pocket so that way you could then support us and, uh, you know, buy our products and stuff like that so for all of our guys involved we appreciate you guys showing us love and we will chat with you guys next week good luck this weekend on your football uh wagers